This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and I'm joined by Yo Sam Joe. What's up, everyone? So right now it's episode fifteen, and、uh, thank you everyone for accompanying us all the way to episode fifteen.、Um, if you remember our very first episode, we actually did a deep dive on BTS and the ins and outs of、uh, K-pop and how it's really taken the world by storm. So today we are returning to our roots and we are talking about K-pop again, but this time it's a little bit、um, with, about the dark side of K-pop、uh, because of the very sad news of、uh, former FX member Sully who. I died in a suspected suicide earlier this year. Right. So for those of you、uh, like me who maybe weren't aware before the news broke, so FX is actually a very famous South Korean girl group, and、uh, Sully used to be a member of this girl group, but she left in 2015.、Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she was found dead earlier this month in a house at a tender age of 25. Yes, which is、okay. my age. So it actually like hit me quite hard. Right. I realized she was so young. Right. This might seem to a lot of people who are not familiar with K-pop like an isolated incident, but、um, suicide is actually fairly common. South Korean entertainment said to say,、uh, previously in 2017, Jong Hyun of Shiny also took his own life,、um, and a lot more actually. When you talk about actresses and actors, Park Yong Ha, Choi Jin Sil.、Uh, Uh, in two thousand and nine, Jang Jaeyeon as well、uh, died of a suicide. People,、uh, it was ruled as a suicide, but there's some、uh, controversy on that, and we'll get into that later.、Mm. So we actually also did a podcast、um, earlier this year after Sungri was、uh, involved in a very big scandal called the Burning Sun scandal that has just rolled and rolled and rolled and snowballed into something even bigger than any of us could have imagined.、Uh, He was accused of being involved in corruption and,、uh, you know, prostitution charges and things like that. So we'll get into all of that and why so many, like, why there are so many things that seemingly is going wrong with K-pop. But actually, these things have been around for a long time, and we'll get into why exactly、um, so many scandals are coming out of K-pop this year. Yeah. So essentially, on the surface, you know, it's a very glamorous industry. Of course, like you know, K-pop has taken the world by storm, to say the very least. But there is a very, very un- ugly underbelly,、mm-hmm. right?、Um, Cyberbullying,、uh, right. toxic fan culture,、uh, sexual abuse.、Yeah. Um, Corruption, you know, things like exploitation, that. the stress that comes、mm-hmm. with it. So、mm-hmm. we're going to touch on all of that right now, and basically show you guys that you know it's not really all a bit of roses when it comes to being a K-pop star.、Mm-hmm. So firstly, let's get into、um, just the immense stress、uh, of being an idol, which you know very sadly has been has Sully has given us an example of.、Um, She was she was apparently depressed before her death, and many have linked it to cyberbullying. So, Samjo, tell me a little bit about how、um, the industry can be very competitive and toxic. Right. So, I mean, speaking of Sally, Sally is an interesting case because you know she had spoken up about cyberbullying、mm-hmm. before, and that's、mm-hmm, why people、mm-hmm. have linked it, you know, to the fact that she was depressed and all that. And all that. Of course, nothing's been proven at the moment. They don't suspect any foul play.、Um, but suffice to say. She and many others, you know,、mm-hmm. uh, of her like,、um, in as as super huge celebrities in the K-pop industry, are just exposed from a very young age to mm-hmm. immense stress. And this is not stress like, oh, I'm taking my PSLE kind of stress. Okay, we're talking、yeah. about which is also stressful. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. which> is, <laughs> we've all been through it.、So、we've all been through it.、That. But this is stress at the next level. It's scrutiny and stress. Right, because not only do a lot of these stars start. Of training very young,、mm-hmm. okay, and then they get groomed by a management or, or talent agency.、Um, 
if if say they actually do make it, you know, the management controls even before they make it, you know, the management controls every single thing about them. Okay, from their lifestyles, whether or not they're allowed to date. Mm-hmm. Chances are they're not, mm-hmm. right? What they eat, what they eat, mm-hmm. what they wear, mm-hmm. what they can say or cannot say, mm-hmm. um, you know, to 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 the media, to the public, what kind of friends they can hang out with. So imagine growing up in this environment uh, from a very young age when you are told what and what not to do but in all aspects of your life not just you know whether or not you should study whether or not you can watch TV mm-hmm. you know so you can imagine it's very there's a lot of like pent up um, stress that, that can result from this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of like what if I do the wrong thing mm. and it's, it's very scary and um, it's also scrutiny right it's not just the fact that they are being controlled it's also the fact that every move they take um, fans you know, like fans comment on what they wear. Fans comment on, you know, how heavy they are, whether they have spots on their face and things like that. That sort of scrutiny can be very unhealthy for anyone. But right. I would think especially for someone uh, very young, a teenager in, in in the midst of puberty, right? right? So that would be even more stressful. Puberty is really as stressful, stressful as it is, right? As yeah. we know. And uh, teenagers uh, generally... Uh, have not yet fully developed capabilities I think to handle this sort of scrutiny and stress mm-hmm. uh, we know Sully de- debuted at the age of 15 so that's very young um, and she was training since before that she was a child star as well for a little bit uh, I think she um, made an appearance in a, in a period drama previously right. as a kid Yeah. so, so sometimes so- things can take a turn a very extreme turn right mm-hmm. like so I think we mentioned this on previous podcasts as well you know the members from East Light mm-hmm. also another um, uh, K-pop group Mm-hmm. Right, and they were verbally and physically abused by their management. Right, yes, uh, hit by a baseball bat. They were definitely like scolded very badly, and right. definitely like um, there was physical violence towards them. Yeah. So of course, um, we're not really sure in Silly's case. Uh, I think maybe there wasn't this sort of violence towards her, but definitely uh, she was under a lot of stress. And the K-pop industry has seen. Uh, we have seen that the K-pop industry is capable of being um, very cruel, I think, to its mm. talents. Yeah. So not just that, also just how competitive fans can be and how toxic the fan culture can be. I would even call this not really a fan culture, it's a hater culture, like mm-hmm. how toxic it can be. I mean, Silly, I think in her life, she was subjected to so many comments by NTs, like people who just hated her, um, you know, calling her provocative, calling her out for everything, you know, everything she did. She was... Just so many comments. Yeah. Um, and Sully was. For, for those of us who are not familiar, what, what were the kind of comments she had to deal with? Like, give so, some examples. Okay, so Sully was quite special in the sense that she really did a lot of things outside the K pop mode. You know, she dated openly, she dated a member who of a dynamic duo, it's a hip hop group. Uh, she dated Choiza. He was 14 years older than her. Um, he is 14 years older than her. Um, and I think she was only 20 when they started dating. So when this news came out, you know, people went insane and started saying that she's very scandalous, you know. Very provocative Why is she dating A man so much older than her And then Mm. she openly posted Photos of the two of them Kissing or going on dates And people just Piled on those Criticisms And then she's also Like very well known For not wearing a bra Like she's just Advocating like Why do I have to wear a bra Like it's, it's Insane a bra is so uncomfortable Which I agree with As a woman um, but she was also criticised for that. It's like, why right. is she so attention-seeking? You know, why is she not wearing a bra? She's just trying to like, you know, get people to talk about her. Things like that. I see. Yeah. So she actually got hate for just being herself, basically. Just being herself. And then she mm. also, um, she was one of the very rare uh, South Korean celebrities who openly celebrated when uh, abortion was legalised in the country. And of course, you know, we know that people have very strong feelings about all of those things. So she was also criticised for that. Yeah. Right. And just anti-culture and hater culture can really manifest itself in very insidious ways. Like, um, I think you know who is half of Pop Duo, a 
DBSK Dongbang Shinki, he was given a drink laced with like glue or some sort of adhesive by a right, hater right. years ago. When yeah. he was filming a variety show. Something and a, like that. A fan yeah. went up to him, passed him a drink. He was like, oh, thank you very much. I'm thirsty. He drinks it. Next it, thing you know, he coughs up blood. Because there was like adhesive in the drink. So he had to get sent to the hospital. It was very scary. So this sort of antis, um haters who really just hate on idols for no good reason. Right. Sometimes they can be fans of other groups, but a lot of the times they're just haters. Um, it can really go very far and they can really be hounded by this sort of fans. I don't know why it's so rampant in South Korea, uh, but it is. And mm. also, uh, f- fans, okay, I wouldn't call them fans, sassings. So they are uh, considered like, it's actually called private life fans because they like stalk the idols or they, you know, steal personal items from them or um, hang around their family homes. I think at one point, GD complained that fans were scaring his mother because... They were just like hanging out near his family home, hoping to catch and right. like a glimpse of him. GD being G Dragon from uh, from Big Bang, super popular uh, pop group Big yeah. Bang. Yeah, the more famous you mm. are, the worse it gets. Right. Really, um, so clearly it's a very stressful industry, mm. and it can take a toll on the mental health of um these people who are working in the industry, as we have seen, and it has taken the lives of several of these people. Uh, who after they, you know, succumb to depression or uh, anxiety panic disorders um, more than one star has come out to say that they have been suffering from mental health issues so um, it's really it's, it's not great lah. I think the industry as it is now is clearly a very stressful place alright guys at this point if you're enjoying this episode of hashtag pop vultures do remember to subscribe to us find us on the Straits Times podcast channel look we are available on iTunes Google Podcasts Spotify alright so go look for us just search hashtag pop vultures please rate subscribe, follow us, tell all your friends about us. Thank you very much. Yes, now back to the show. Um, so talking about how stressful the industry is and like how rampant suicides can be, I think inevitably you come to the case of Zhang Jiayon, uh, an actress who died in 2009. I think her fo- most famous role was, uh, she was one of the mean girls in the South Korean version of Boys Over Flowers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So one of the antagonists. La. Um, she died shortly after the show, I think in 2009. She was only 29 then. 29? Like, yeah. Yep. So her death is a little bit uh, different because a lot of people are saying that maybe it wasn't actually a suicide, that mm. maybe foul play was involved. So just a little bit of background. She was on the verge, I think, of reporting um, sexual abuse against her to the authorities. Like she was very close to reporting on the people who um, sexually harassed her and she was apparently coerced to into prostituting herself mm-hmm. by her management company. So... There are many theories about this and it's like been 10 years since she died and she hasn't received any justice mm. for whatever she um, had to suffer through in life. Um, because there were reports also that she left the suicide note but that's not verified. Um, um, so it's very weird. Like apparently there was this seven page note that was found uh, in the dustbin of this uh, some company that it, they were, she was supposed to send it to someone and then uh, somebody threw it away or something like that and mm. then somebody retrieved it you know things mm. like that so it's a lot of conspiracy theory in the Zhang right. Jiaoyang case so I'm not keen to like make any like okay. for sure statements sure but but just yeah. for the benefit of those people who may not have heard I mean mm-hmm. at this point in time everything is shorter in mystery we're not really sure but mm-hmm. the significance of this letter is that you know it was allegedly her suicide note where mm-hmm. in which she named um a lot of a important list people. of men, yeah. yeah, a long list of men who apparently she was forced to sleep with, and right. and who also like 
like molested her lah while she right. was forced to eat and drink with them. And these are not ordinary men. A lot not of them are very men. influential figures in mm-hmm. the entertainment and media industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think or CEOs and presidents, just important people in business. Yeah, in general, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. That, yeah. So so there is this talk that you know maybe she did kill herself because she was tired of having to uh, be coerced into mm-hmm. you know um, mm-hmm. sexually entertaining mm-hmm. um, these male. Figures, it figures, so yeah. to speak. Um, there's also talk of foul play because mm. um, people suspect that maybe she was about to bring this to the authorities, and there is talk that the suicide note doesn't look like a note. It looks like a documentation of um, looks like documentation that you might want to bring to the police. Like it looks a bit official and formal. I see. So people are suspecting that maybe it's foul play. Like she was this close to bringing it to the police, and people silenced her. Mm. Like, so she was thwarted people. in a sense. I see. Yeah. Um, okay. So the case was reopened in 2018 with her friend Yoon Jio, who was at the time also um, working with her one of her colleagues in the entertainment company, who apparently witnessed uh, the molest of her by a by a reporter at a at a very big um, South Korean newspaper, Chosun Yeobo. So um, I think she came forward to testify. I'm not sure where how far that case has gone, but I think that friend has seen has since like returned to the US because she was being threatened. Um, People are saying that she's lying and things like that. And it's been the longest time since she's been speaking on trying to get justice for her friend. Mm. Um, but cases like this are really not uncommon in South Korea. And the Jang Jang case is particularly sad because while a lot of people have been like implicated, none of them have really been held responsible. I think aside from, uh, is it her manager? Who apparently forced her to prostitute herself. Like apparently it was him. Right. So, we're not sure so sexual exploitation and and the fact that you said like you know it's um it's more common than we think mm-hmm. you know um i mean her case happened to be a very high profile case but what mm-hmm. about everyone else who has currently exactly, suffering in silence exactly. and i mean this is pretty reminiscent of like you know the whole me too movement mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. if you ask me that's going on in america and hollywood right now mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um it's been decades and decades and decades of Harvey Weinstein just oh. coercing women to sleeping with him. Yeah, exactly. basically, uh, basically. Brian Singer molesting mm. talents, uh, yeah. things like that. Which brings us on to our next point, which is like, why is it that for so many years, um, such misconduct mm-hmm. has been, you know, has has been going on without anyone actually catching mm-hmm. on to it? Mm-hmm. And we do believe that you know there is some element of corruption and and cover up mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. into play here. Like the Zhang Jiang case, it took so long for mm-hmm. it to be reopened, and up till now, nothing has really been done for her. And people are very openly suspect that it's corruption or it's cover-ups. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of corruption, I feel like I guess one of the biggest and more recent examples would be the Burning Sun scandal mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I think Jen mentioned earlier. Um, basically, you know, it started with Sung Wee from Big Bang being exposed mm-hmm. and then it implicated uh, Jung Jun Yong. Who apparently took uh, videos of women during sexual encounters without their knowledge. And uh, then shared them in a cacao chat group. Shared them with all his friends. Obviously, including Sung Wee. Right. Uh, I think I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. allegedly yeah. All right. And then of course, this. So this. This is this scandal is very interesting to me, and I think mm-hmm. uh, very importantly also to all of Korea, which is why the South Korean president himself mm-hmm. also is like you know personally very invested in getting to the bottom of this scandal because mm-hmm. it didn't just involve one, two, or three big stars. It involved a whole slew of them and we're not talking just celebrities like um, it involved uh, you know. YG Yan Hyun Seok himself yeah. the founder of YG Entertainment one of the largest entertainment talent uh, talent agencies in South Korea right and so I mean if you, you're not familiar with YG but you've definitely heard of Big Bang you've definitely heard of 2 Anyone mm-hmm. you've heard of Blackpink now these are all bands that 
came out from YG. Yes. Came from YG, exactly. And so it that's ended huge. the careers of them. It ended careers. Right, they were forced to leave the limelight. So mm. not just these people, but also who else? Um, Choi Jong-hoon, is it? Right, Choi Jong-hoon from mm-hmm. the rock band FT Island. Mm-hmm. Right, you have uh, Yong Jun-hyung from Highlight. You have... Lee, Lee Jong Hyun from, from CN Blue. Blue. These are like all second gen groups. It's very sad. And second gen groups. These are all names that you would know. Right. So it's it's shocking. Like right. how many of them were involved in, you know, looking at videos of women who were taped unconsensually, who were uh, apparently uh, some of them have been accused of rape. Uh, some mm. of them have been accused of uh, asking. Can asking the police to cover up their crimes. Right, so even police officials have been implicated in this, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is back to our point about corruption and, and covering mm-hmm. up. So were, and were authorities the, implicit, you know, complicit, yeah. I mean, in, in, in helping to cover up. And apparently the Burning Sun scandal took um, so long to come out and uh, apparently shady business practices have been going on for a long time at Sunri's club and it only took so long to come out because apparently again this is all alleged but um, the police was uh, covering up for them la. Mm. like you know they were getting favours and uh, special treatment from the police uh, to not really investigate them I think one of the people that we mentioned just now he was involved in a car accident and um, he got out of it like he got out of a drink driving charge because he would had ties to someone in the police or something like that uh, I think even Yang Hyun Seo himself um, also apparently he has a lot of shady business practices like he Use the funds that he got from con- uh, from concerts of his talents mm. to gamble, like at casinos, like to gamble illegally, like basically, that's embezzlement, yeah. right? Squan- basically, squandering all of your concert uh, profits and proceeds. Yes. essentially, there's a lot of stuff there going on, right. and um, and once one started to fall, they all the rest mm-hmm. of them like domino mm-hmm. effect, right? Mm-hmm. All started to topple. Yes, and it's been very hard. I think aside from Jung Jun, who like openly admitted, yeah, I took those videos of those women without their consent. Uh, it's been very hard to get like. Um, indictments and arrests like it's been very hard to like pin blame down and actually like get them to go in front of a court for trial and things like that because mm. people are suspecting is it because somebody is covering up for them and this sort of like special treatment for celebrities and special treatment for um f- you know people who are very rich is not rare in Korea like in South Korea I think a lot of uh, celebrities who get involved in drug scandals get like probationary jail sentence ah, it's like they don't actually they don't go to jail basically it's like your jail sentence is technically two years mm-hmm. but I give you a probationary jail sentence which means that if you behave well in four years right. then you don't have to go to jail for those two years and this is like I mean unless on. you behave badly within those four years then we will send you to jail for two years right like, and not everyone gets this sort of lucky break right yeah is it's it, very weird is it just a sentence that they slap onto a celebrity so they can it can be reported by the media and that can, they uh, were punished yeah exactly yes. but they're not actually being punished so the right. legal side basically is to close the legal proceedings mm. right it's, it's done, you know, we checked. Yeah, he's guilty. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have a sentence handed out. But they don't actually pay for the crime. La. Right. So people always feel like, why is it that all these rich and famous people get away? And this is not like, I think even, um, uh, I think is it the son of Samsung or something like mm-hmm. that? You know, he was also involved in some crimes and they all get away with like a slap on the wrist. La. So right. the South Korean public has been very tired of this sort of corruption and cover-ups mm. and like special like treatment. preferential treatment right? yeah 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 okay so I guess you know with all this um, corruption the dark side that we've talked about in the K-pop industry what can we actually take away from it say if you know if we are a K-pop fan 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, supporting this industry. Like, what can we do? I mean, is there anything we can do? Can we do we just sit quietly and like watch it unfold? I mean, I think we both have different opinions on this. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first. Um, I think fans really are the driving force. Of, in, of the K-pop industry like the profits come from fans and I think fans just have to take a stand la, when they see things like cyberbullying when they see um, things like you know harassment Me Too when they see things like corruption they have to speak up la, right I mean Honestly, honestly, I think it's very hard for fans to like land someone in jail. Like I think it's very hard for the public to do anything for the Zhang Zhang case now, given that she's dead and it's very hard to convict convict someone of a sexual crime when one of the parties, when the victim cannot speak up. So, okay, there's very little we can do in th- those sense. But I think as fans we can look at somebody like SM Entertainment who's had had two deaths, they had two suicides of their um talents and be like why is this happening? You know, are you providing enough and adequate mental health support to your talents? Shouldn't that be, um, shouldn't that be compulsory? Shouldn't, shouldn't it you, be a priority? Yeah, and it should. I honestly think it should be compulsory, regardless of whether someone is actually suffering from mental health issues. For celebrity, for like K-pop idols and like actors and actresses to just check in with a psychiatrist once in every three months or something, mm-hmm. because. Clearly, this sort of scrutiny is not healthy for anybody, right? This sort of stress is not healthy for anybody. They should right. just, you know, for their own mental health wellness, go speak to a therapist once in a while. Like, right. I think that's important. And I think fans can um, ask that of, um, can hold, um, I think, entertainment companies a little bit more accountable for things like that. And right. also to just be more accepting. La, like when you see somebody who is living their life a bit outside of the convention, you know, if they want to date, if it's not like they committed crimes, you know, if they want to date, let them date, right? Mm-hmm. Like, fine, whatever. If they want to um, leave the group, I, I understand a lot of fans of um, FX were very upset recently for leaving FX and calling her like a betrayer. She's so selfish. Why is she leaving the group? She's like, just, um, there's, because she well, she was one of the youngest, they would say uh, her older sister treated her so well and she's just turning her back on them. And I'm just like, People have different goals in life and mm. sometimes those goals don't align with the group. And maybe she left because of that. And she has spoken up before that. She didn't feel like FX was the right place for her. Right. And while I understand from a fan's perspective why you might feel upset about you know her leaving, that I, I don't think there's any need to abuse them. Yeah, like, and I think that sometimes fans, and especially super fans, like they forget a lot of the time that... Um, you know, these idols don't exist purely for the fans. I mean, Yeah, you're not entitled to them. Exactly, you're not entitled to their lives and what they do, you mm. know, so let's remember that. And I, the next point I'm going to make, actually, I really agree with what you said, you know, and next point I'm going to make is in no way defending, like, you know, um, all the celebrities that have, you know, committed crimes mm-hmm. and have maybe mm-hmm. been let off um, too easily. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about those people who have been cyberbullied you know, like the Surly and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say this, I guess, to all the fans as well. Like, you know, I mean, these are our stars and celebrities, right? Let's celebrate and, you know, raise them up and adore them. Mm-hmm. Um, let's celebrate them for their achievements and for what we enjoy in them and the mm-hmm. entertainment that they bring. Mm-hmm. Let's not extinguish them as stars. Like, you know, yeah. so I think, after all, they're human. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think everything that you say, um, even if it's, you know, um, behind a keyboard, like, mm-hmm. it people do read these things and they do they do and it's it does very get sad. to you and yeah. I know that I mean we've all interviewed like you know very famous people before as well mm-hmm. and we you know at the end of the day we know that they're also human and as much as they may seem like they rise above these like hate comments mm-hmm. um, they do get affected 
They know? do. I so, mean, a lot of people say, yeah, but you got into the industry and you're rich and famous because of it. So just deal with it. Deal with what comes with being a public figure. Mm. Of course, being a public figure comes with like, you know, scrutiny and people saying stuff about you that might not be very nice. But like some comments are literally asking stars to go and kill themselves or yeah. like, or calling them sluts or yeah. like no one should be able no one should be subject to those things for yeah no one should be subject to those things I don't think there's any time any reason to call someone to ask someone to kill themselves anyway right now we also just want to say like you know if you're listening I mean uh, our discussion today you know um talked we covered cyberbullying we, we covered cover suicide, suicide yeah. and I guess we just want to you know um let you guys know if you're listening and you know if you if you yourself, you know, have been mm-hmm. a victim of cyberbullying, if you have any uh, depressive thoughts, uh, do know that, you know, it's okay to seek help. Mm-hmm. Um, you have people like Jen and me, you know, and, and, and loved <laughs> and ones around friends, you. And your friends, and definitely your friends. Yeah, who will be always be willing to listen to you, okay? Yeah. So don't ever feel like you're alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's just, we just wanted to send you some love over here. Yeah. All right, so on this very somber but, you know, heartfelt note, yes. Um, I guess that's your dose of pop culture for this week. The dark side of K-pop. Let us yeah. know what you think. Um, if you have any thoughts on this topic or if you have any personal experiences you want to share with us, you mm-hmm. can always write to us. You can email Jen at... Jenly at sph.com.sg and you can email Samjo at yosamjo at sph.com.sg and please follow us on Spotify at hashtag popvouchers and do let us know what you want to hear about next. Alright, so until next time, she's Jen Lee and he's Sam Jo and we are Pop, Pop Vouchers. Thank you for listening. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times and The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.